The following audio cast contains an unfiltered account of the actions of a heroic team of legionnaires sent behind enemy lines in aberrant-infested Katsalugé. To honor their noble deeds and sacrifices, we have made no censoring of violence, vulgarity, or death. If you are interested in serving your planet, protecting humanity, and securing a future free of the aberrant menace, report to your local legion's recruitment center to learn more. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Polyhedron Plays Aeon and Glorious Basterds. 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 Yeah, that's uh, that's that. You heard right, folks. You heard right, and it'll make sense if you're reading it, uh, because we're we're doing a little play on words and shit. No, it's I not clever. It. Yay! Uh, but yeah, no. So we are. Uh, this is the first episode, which means it's going uh, going on our normal podcast feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't have to have given us money in order to hear this uh but we do encourage you to become a, a patron yeah Such become a, a patron uh so uh, i'm scott uh one of the hosts normal hosts uh with me is matthew hello hello and ryan as always uh but joining us at the table are uh linda hello there and murphy hello uh, so we are all going to be sitting and playing a, a military sci-fi uh, version of uh, the the not-yet-released Onyx Path game uh, Trinity Continuum Aeon. You can't see it, but Scott is wearing the shirt. I am, in fact, wearing my <laughs> Kickstarter shirt. And it is 1,000% go-go-go by volume. No, oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, covered in cat hair. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we are. Uh, uh, everyone has made their characters. Uh, which will be introduced uh, and described to you in play. We are going to go ahead and get into it. This, but the year is uh, 2123. The Earth ha- is in the midst of uh, what's collectively known as the Second Aberrant War. Um, the Aberrants have returned from deep space somewhere out in the galaxy where they've been fucking around and messing things up and just becoming more twisted and mutated and all that. It gets all, it's very event horizon. It's very event horizon. Um, we've, uh, we've, we've reached out to the stars uh, with the help of uh, Scions, which are new, non-twisted, mutated freaks, uh, but can nonetheless bend the, the forces of the universe to their will. Mind power. With the psychic mind power. Um, we must even have mind bullets. We yeah. do have, uh, just so audience members know, so Scott doesn't have to mm-hmm. regale us with the entire backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, the episode before this one should have been a deep dive at the very least, uh, or one of our previous episodes is the deep dive of... Yeah, we did the deep dive a while ago. Okay. Yeah, but also the also the review of the system as well. That's indeed, yes. We, were, yeah. we are going to be we're, we're going to be recording a review of the system after we've had some actual play. Yeah. Um, but that will probably come out before, before this. Before this does. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, this is a Legion-focused game. Uh, but we uh, most of our players are part of the Psy Order Legion, although they're not all psychokinetics. Uh, we do have one player who is a member of the Norsa, um, and we'll we'll deal with all that. That'll all come. That situation will come play. Like I said, we're going to be revealing characters and describing them in play. Uh, so uh, I want to start off by talking to my Legion players. Um, what up? Uh, Hello. So over the past few months, if you kept your ear to the ground. Uh, in terms of, like, legion communication, uh, you know that something is up. Um, there is big doings in the work. Um, a lot of people are getting reassigned, people are getting pulled back from assignments, going into to, you know, special high-intensity training uh, for, for various things. No one knows exactly what's happening. Uh, because you're in the military and you don't need to know these things. Uh, but you know something has happened. Right. Uh, there is big movements within the Legion, and you know that some sort of major operation is going to be happening soon. But you know for a fact that you personally are going into the shit very soon. And you know this by one very specific reason. Uh, because you have been given personal orders um, to adjust your dietary uh, restrictions. All of you are, have been basically ordered uh, to go off normal rations and completely switch over to using something called a gulp pack, uh. Uh, which is a piece of biotech, uh, which is roughly the size of a, of a large avocado uh, and can be split open and is filled with this like breadfruit consistency mush 
that is kind of umami and kind of citrusy at the base level. Uh, you can get special nutrient injections that like enhance the flavor a little bit. And when 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 you're on these rations, those are basically gold. Yeah. Uh, because it means you have some variety in what you're eating. But you've been ordered to that is all you eat. You know, you, that is your those that is your rations. Uh, and you you know that the, this means something because it, you only get this kind of order when you are about to go into the shit. Yep. You're about to go into an intense combat situation where you are. These are your. These are pretty much probably pretty much all you're going to eat, and they want to make sure that your dietary system, that your your gastrointestinal chat uh, tract is used to it. Okay, understood. Um, Linda. Yes. <laughs> uh. Your character, uh, actually several, about a month and a half before all of this stuff happened, uh, started happening, you got pulled from your current assignment, which was sort of a, a roving patrol of the belt. Uh, you got pulled back to Phoenix Fleets, uh, one of their headquarters on Mars. Okay. Uh, and you got put into a fast track, um, small unit command. Uh, training. Little shit. Yes. Uh, it came with a promotion. Uh, I'm gonna mangle this because the Phoenix Fleet goes <laughs> off of a Japanese ranking system. Yeah. Uh, you are a Shua, uh, which is essentially just an officer. Uh, no, no, Shosa. Shosa. Uh, which is an officer. Uh, it's neither a junior officer nor a senior officer. Just an officer. So you're, you're, at, you're at the, the fourth tier of Legion, uh, Legion, uh, uh hierarchy. Uh, which it goes from zero, which is recruit, to to seven, which is the general. Uh, there's only one seven. Um, yeah, so you are you have been on Mars, undergoing basically command training. Um, you you're fairly certain that this means that you are going to be put into an operate in, in command uh, of of a unit uh, of a platoon uh, is what you're gathering just based on whatnot. Um, and based on your recommendations and just other things, uh, a lot of the people that you personally have worked with over the years uh, have also uh, been, you know that they're going to be brought under your command mm -hmm. uh, because you know you work well with them. So they, they've, one by one, they've trickled back to Mars. Uh, and that's basically been your life for a while. Uh, but why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us who your character is and give us a physical description. Uh, and maybe as much as you want to say at this point. Okay, um, <clears throat> her name is Ruth Fletcher. She sometimes is known by um, the nickname Amplifier. Um, that depends on who you are, if she lets you call her that to her face. Um, she's been in the 7th for some time, um, but before that, it's kind of, it's on record that she was in the 4th which the fourth is full of maniacs and... Special op aberrant killing motherfuckers. Yeah. So, to take from that what you will. Mm -hmm. And um, she is a fully trained combat medic. Um, her physical description is... Uh, she's probably around 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, um, she's got red hair that is shaved on one half. Um, on that shaved half, there is a uh, tattooed caduceus that goes from about midpoint down behind her ear. Um, she's got hazel eyes, so kind of pretty standard. Um, she is always seems to kind of be grumpy, kind of have a stick up her, <laughs> stick up her ass, but She's, like, known as one of the better medics that you kind of... You you want to get on her good side, but it's... She, everyone seems to be on her bad side, except they're not actually. She's one of those. Gotcha. Where she... She likes you, but she's going to give you shit all the time. So, and you're, you are a vitakinetic. Yes, vitakinetic. Right, so you, Forgot you, that you have the psychic ability to heal the mind and the body, mm -hmm. as well as cause some damage, uh, since you, you are in tune with the, the physical working. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um, so yes, you are um, you are pulled in uh, from, from your training, uh, which you, based on you know, coursework and field, field training and whatnot, you realize is basically we're reaching the end. 
and you've been hearing all of these things, and your ration, your 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 dietary orders have changed. So you 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 know things are are getting close to happening. As the medics, like shit, mm-hmm. I know what this means. Yeah, you absolutely <laughs> know what this means, probably more than any anyone else, because while the gulp pack is entirely safe uh, and and fully nutritious, um, if you're not used to it, it can cause some issues. And if the one thing the legions does not want is you having those kind of issues in the field, um, not, but anyway, not in space. <laughs> so you you are pulled definitely not in space uh, into essentially a high level meeting uh, with your direct commanding officer. Uh, his name is is Mawad uh, Kwani. Uh, he's an Egyptian gentleman. Uh, he's old. Uh, he's you know he's he's a uh, he has very dark skin. Graying hair, cut sh- cut very short. Um, he's your your direct commanding officer, uh, and you are. There is also a quite a number of third legion uh, administrative staff in this meeting, mm-hmm. and they tell you uh, that your assignment is going to be a part of the upcoming campaign to take back Casulagay, which is the Earth colony. Uh, in the Alpha Centauri system, uh, from the aberrants, uh, the aberrants have taken that colony, uh, have invaded that colony. Uh, they haven't completely taken it over. It's a very contested uh, thing. There's there's plenty of human resistance, uh, both from the colony itself and from the recently uh, arrived human uh, human infor- reinforcements. Uh, but over the past half year, uh, there's been a lot of back and forth amongst the UN, the Chinese. Uh, the Psy Orders, there's been a lot of politics getting in the way of launching a major offensive to push the aberrants off that planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have told you, they tell you that all the political matters have been have been resolved, uh, and there is going to be a massive joint effort to kill every last motherfucking aberrant on that planet, and that you are going to be a part of that. Uh, they, they sort of, you, you know that you are going to be given a special assignment, you have not been given the details of that assignment yet. Um, so is there anything that uh, Ruth would be doing uh, once she's given this information? Um, so I assume that my my troops that I have mm-hmm. written down here are the yes. ones that have been Th- Those are the ones in. that have been com- coming in. You know there's been a, a couple others. You are informed that uh, you are going to be have a number of... Uh, a couple other scions are going to be put in your command. Mm-hmm. Um, you are going to be the overall commander of the unit. Um, the yeah. scions are going to be your junior officers, uh, and you're going to have a contingent, a platoon-sized contingent of neutral uh, soldiers, uh, members of the Legion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, her response to that is, God fucking damn it. There <laughs> he goes. Um, uh, you, uh, you are told that, you are introduced um, to... Uh, a neutral junior officer uh, by the name of Mari Poaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a, a Maori woman uh, who is a neutral, um, but who has an impeccable record. Um, she has never been known to have any sort of uh, disobedience, or you know, her all of her her combat ratings, all of her training are just impeccable. She seems to be a consummate soldier. Uh, and a capable uh, second lieutenant, basically. Um, she's, you are basically informed that uh, her they're assigning her to you as essentially the direct, li- the direct superior officer to all of the neutral troops. Um, she is basically given, given she, her, 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 two, her two highest orders are to A, do whatever you tell her in order to fulfill the mission. Uh, her secondary orders are to maintain the morale and well-being of the neutral troops. What was her name again? It's like right uh, down. Mari. It's hard to pronounce, but pa- Paka. Paka. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll make sure that all of this is written down, and and okay. and y'all, y'all can see what they look like when, when we're done here. Um, but yeah, uh, and they also tell you that while that two of the uh, the scions who are going to be assigned to you um, are members of the Legion uh, mm-hmm. Phoenix Squad Phoenix Fleet. Um, so they are part of your legion, they are part of your command structure, there's not going to likely be <clears throat> any problems regarding that. They're, they're, they're space marines, you're a space marine, 
y'all should get along just fine. But you are informed that um, it has been deemed uh, it has been deemed uh, necessary to include a scion that is not a member of the legions with your unit. Um, uh, she is going to be a member of the Norsa, uh, which the Legion and the Norsa have a very strong professional working relationship. They like to argue over who who's more dedicated to the cause of defending Earth and killing aberrants, <laughs> but they all agree that they're they're one in they're one and two. Yeah. The the other the other ones are are, are distant thirds at best. There's there's some disagreements over who's in the first position and who's in the second position, but they both agree that. If they if they have to go into battle with another psi order, that's the one you want to that's the yeah. one you want to go into because they take this just as seriously as the legion does. And Norsa tend to be better individual warriors, whereas the legions are soldiers. Mm -hmm. They work together as a unit, whereas the Norsa are exceptional individual fighters. So would it, would I get like a, a dossier on on her? You would in fact get a dossier on her. That being said, Murphy. <laughs> you are currently in Funan, uh, which is what in modern day would be called Vietnam. You are attending an after party um, in a in a extravagant hotel suite. You are currently presenting uh, as a very sort of pan ethnic, androgynous, very beautiful person. Uh, you're wearing this ensemble that is made of something that's like five shades darker than Vanta Black, <laughs> and like and like refined gold jewelry. Uh, you are currently on the arm of an older Southeast Asian gentleman, uh, who you and the other Norsa are about eighty-five percent sure is an aberrant sympathizer uh, or a cultist of some some stripe. You know that. Um, other Norsa operatives uh, are engaged in operations regarding this individual and his uh, and his organization. But your assignment uh, is you're just you're supposed to be near this guy. Basically, you are supposed to be very close to this person at all times while these other operations are undergoing. Um, you've been about five different people over the course of the past like two and a half weeks, uh, but. Every single one of them has a perfectly good reason to be uh, near this person. Uh, and tonight you are, you are the pretty thing on his arm. Uh, he is a very wealthy industrialist. He's a media guy. No, he's, I'm sorry. He's a media guy, not an industrialist. Media. He is currently monopolizing the conversation. He is going on and on and on about this cache of Nova Age media that he has recently acquired. Golds person my fingertips just almost get to his head. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but yeah. Kevin, I hate this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's you. You are very certain that that you, the you. You're pretty sure what the end of this relationship is going to be. Uh, but he's very well placed. The Norsa just don't want to take this guy out unless they know. Uh, so that's uh, so yeah. Put some money impulsive here. Yeah. Um, so uh, obviously, as I've described, you is not. As you are in, in your in the way you would present yourself, this is a a a, a flesh mask that essentially you put on. Um, so how so you're 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 containing yourself in this? Is that that what I get? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's just going on and on and on. He's talking about this this uh, video that he is having converted from uh, from from old format into full holographic about this this singer. This Nova singer uh, called Alejandra, uh, who just she was she she apparently used her quantum powers uh, to just enthrall audiences, and he has this full concert video where he's like, and you can see on their faces that they're so connected to the music, and they're so connected, and you know, the gifted for all of their talents, even they can't do something like this. And you know, he's talking about this this Nova person who, you know, many of these people went insane and tried to destroy slash enslave uh, either or uh, the, the Earth. So it, it's Why not both? A lot of the, <laughs> I, I've been to a Lady Gaga show, Scott. <laughs> keep, keep on. Yes. Uh, yeah. True, yes. So yeah, um, yeah, there's probably a, maybe about a dozen total people here 
what are you going to do? Since, I've, uh, since my job is to be near this person and not <laughs> kill this person right away, I'm uh, not really, I'm going to remain in disguise and remain demur. Okay. And actually, kind of you know, not appreciatively when he points something out about the Nova mm-hmm. and uh, have a couple of shots, let myself get momentarily drunk, and then go back <laughs> just, just yeah. to stand yeah. near this he, person. He, he pulls up a little holographic projection. Um, and the woman um, that he's talking about, like she's just, she's you know obviously in a costume. Very, it's, her eyes. it's very, very Lady Gaga. She looks perfectly human, um, very beautiful. Like you could probably say inhumanly beautiful, but then again, most many of your fellow Norsa can pull that trick off too. Um, but yeah, she looks totally human. Um, I'll ask him what happened to the singer. Uh, he says, uh, he says, we don't know. Uh, a lot of things uh we don't know a lot about what happened the, this this recording that i have is from uh from the early early nova age from uh, 2025 uh before any of the um, years what might say yeah before any of the um unpleasantness really started uh but we have no record about what happened to her um i i'm told from what i can tell she she was heavily involved with the church a lot of charity um you're sort of looking around the room, and, and most of the people here are just sort of very politely and passively listening to this guy. Like, he's paid for all the drinks, and it's his okay, hotel it's his suite. Party. It's his party. Um, but you can tell that there are like two or three people who are very uncomfortable with this conversation. I look around, and I actually make a note of people who look like they're agree, mm-hmm. or agree a little too readily with him, and just kind of... No one seems you know, to be doing that. No one seems to be, ha- have the, 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 the gaucheness to be enthusiastic about this. Except uh, for our host. Except for your host. Uh, which, I mean, you... you Are there any other Norse operatives that I know about right now? None of them. No, you are the only operative that you know of in this room. As you are um, looking around the room and sort of assessing things, you see off in the corner of your eye in your AR contacts, you see a pulse of symbols uh, that you understand uh, mean two things. One, that you're about to receive orders, and two, that those orders come from the very top, from your proxy. I excuse myself for a trip to the restroom. Um, As you are walking to the restroom, uh, you see another pulse of images, which you are easily able to interpret, 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 isolate, target, Execute, prepare for extraction. I want you to make me a roll. <laughs> the first roll, everyone. The Yay! first roll. <laughs> I would like for you to roll a presence uh, persuasion, please. That's what I. Oh, jeez. Well, the seven. Well, the seven? Okay. Um, Eight is our target number, yeah, right? Eight is your target okay. number. Um, yeah. You, you're, you're, you're very aware that even though you've been given this mission, this uh, they they gave you this mission specifically to push, push your weak spots essentially, push the social stuff because it would in, it would it would involve you being in a social situation. Uh, he uh, he kind of looks over to you, um, not very uh, not very intrigued. He seems to be more wanting to stay with the conversation than than to come to you. Well, for appearance' sake, I will even come back a few moments later. Okay, and rejoin it. Do you have any more recordings of this? Oh, quite a bit, quite a bit. Um, I, uh, like I said, I have I found a, a fairly large. I've acquired a fairly large cache of this. Um, are you interested in seeing more? Oh, absolutely. This is a, I'm enraptured. Mm, see, well, um, I think the night is getting a little long in the tooth. Everyone, uh, thank you very much for coming. Uh, I will. Uh, I will uh, see to your transportation. But I, I, I believe that I can uh, I can arrange for uh, a private viewing of some of the more compelling inform- um, pieces before we see you on your way. I will take a breath. Okay. Uh, yeah, he um, he uh, shows everyone out, uh, and he, uh, he 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 attends to a few things on his mini comp. Um, he says, now, now, my dear, uh, some of the stuff that I have acquired, uh, it has some political implications. I mean, these are things from almost, almost half, a, half 50 years ago. Uh, 
things that have well in the past. We all understand what happened, but there are some implications. If you're not comfortable with seeing perhaps some controversial things, then we can say good evening. Politics is for old men who are afraid of passion. <laughs> passion, passion. I like where you're going. Uh, he he um, taps a few things on his mini comp. The lights dim, um, and he uh, and he actually he says to uh, one he says to his other security person, uh, "Why don't you get us some drinks?" Uh, he gets, you get the idea. He just he doesn't want like to have every any just anyone sees this. Uh, he taps something on his uh, mini comp, and a holographic display of a powerfully built red-haired gentleman um, rendered in full 3D holographics. Uh, his voice booms out. Homo sapiens novus. I know your worth. And then the, then the signal just degrades. Can you roll me humanity and in, in, intelligence humanities? In, intellect humanities. Uh, one eight. One eight. Uh, it's not hard to recognize who this person is. That's Divismal. Uh, essentially, probably the most notorious uh, and, uh, and and hated aberrant of uh, of all times. Uh, you're not exactly sure what that piece of information was, uh, but it was very clearly that individual. And you're all alone with him. <laughs> yeah, I don't wait actually any longer. I mm -hmm. go ahead. I sleep close to him, mm -hmm. as you know. I'm you know in awe or afraid mm -hmm. of that. And then as I reach around, as I reach shoulder, I just turn my one of my hands into the like right there with the blade mm -hmm. of a knife. And mm -hmm. You slip right through it. I'm not even going to make you roll. <laughs> um, and uh, he um, he 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 tries to say a few words. You get ma ma. Is about the only syllable that he can get out. My dick. Yeah, something like that. Uh, as his uh, as his uh, blood starts seeping out, um, you hear sort of a pop whoosh. Uh, as in the corner, a um, small hole in the fabric of space opens. Um, grab his his my, mini comp. Um, and. Um, you uh, you see someone you recognize another Norsa operative. Uh, he he holds up his hand. Uh, he uh, he actually pushes two hands on the side of your face, um, and then his skin kind of ripples, and then he looks exactly like you do. He says, "Close." Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I change with him. Okay. Yeah. He you 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 he yeah he he takes your clothes. He throws you basically just kind of a basic jumpsuit, and you pop your way. Uh, into uh, into the to the extraction uh, point. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he just sort of gives you a nod, and the hole closes in reality. That's so nice. So I don't have to clean up my own messes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Matthew. Yes, sir. All right, you uh, have been on Ganymede. Ah. Uh, for the past month and a half, two months. Give me, remind me, is... The moon of Jupiter. Excellent. Um, uh, yeah, so you've been there. Actually, Ryan, you've been there too. Um, you guys have not necessarily been working together. You're not in the same unit. Yep. Uh, but you've been on the same assignment. Have there been, uh, has there been any aggression, like, towards the uh, outpost while we've been out here? Or? Uh, that's, the, that's the thing. You've, you've been here for a very specific reason. Uh, it seems about three months ago, ground was broken on a new mining colony here, and about two months ago, uh, they breached the containment of some Nova Age bioweapons facility oh. that, that went previously uncontained. That's less so you useful. have been the two of you have been spending time uh, killing tentacle monsters. That's <laughs> um, some sort of bioweapon of the bygone era. Yep. It just started to rampage over the, the Ganymede landscape. Um, it has been very hot and heavy for the both of you. Uh, you've, you've crossed paths uh, from time to time, uh, but you, uh, you're not in the same command structure. As things have been mopping up, uh, you, uh, you start to hear those things that we mentioned earlier about stuff changing, things happening. 
about a week ago, both of you got those orders. Those very specific those orders. Very specific orders, which. I mean, you had already been supplementing with Gulp Pack because yep. you're you're on Ganymede. Yeah, and uh, there's and, not much, and weight is important. Weight is important, uh, but you went on full rations, and you also get basically an order. You're you both of you get sort of pulled back uh, to um, essentially the command post, um, and you get assigned. You get is that a, like a Leviathan class? No, it's ship? A, no, it's not a Leviathan. No, the command post is is an actual like installation on oh. the planet. Okay, got it. Um, it's, it's a Legion, Legion's military base. Cool. And basically you're in debrief mode, um, uh, you know, very given very light duty, uh, because, you know, you've been in the shit for a couple, about a month or so. Uh, so very light duty, very much not, you've probably had more of a time to, to be in contact with one another. So Matthew, if you can please, uh, describe your character. Okay, my character's name, first off, is Cole Vangelos. Mm-hmm. Um... As for his description, he's actually kind of a tall, thin guy. Um, surprisingly enough, uh, he has similar to what Linda has, but his is buzzed on both sides and with sort of a long cut on top with black hair that sort of falls either behind him in sort of like a long ponytail or to the side when he's being much more casual. But typically, if he's on duty, he'll be in a long braid down his back. He has very extensive tattooing, surprisingly enough. A lot of people in Phoenix Fleet and the Legion in general have tattoos, mm-hmm. but his are not typical Legion tattoos. Some of them are. Um, the newer ones. Mm-hmm. He has some older ones that have markings that are extremely, hate to say, alien, mm-hmm. or very exotic looking, unless anyone is very familiar with sort of the subculture of Mars. There are, what he would see is that they're of his unit that he's in command of, there are two other individuals with similar tattooing on their face and on their neck. Okay. And Ryan, uh, well, and uh, you have, you are a clairsentient. Yeah, I am the clair, I'm a clairsentient. Um, yeah, I'll describe my other stuff later. That's fine. Um, oh, last thing he would absolutely see is his skin is weird. It is... Where are you from, boy? Yeah, he is strangely <laughs> I won't smooth be doing skin. <laughs> like dolphins. Like, that's how weird it looks. Mm-hmm. Well, click, click. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it is to be noted that your your unit that you are a part of has also been pulled back. Yes. Uh, to this command post. Now, Ryan. Uh, my, my character's name is Tucker Reed. Mm-hmm. He's uh, from the southern United States, round, round about Florida, what's left of it. Panhandle, uh, pretty much. Panhandle. Not much of it. <laughs> um, bit of a tech genius, but his he got the nickname Smart Bomb hmm. after uh, he was thrown bodily into a rather large tentacle monster and went into overdrive <laughs> using a fire psychokinesis to blow it the fuck up. Uh, for that, he lost all of his tattoos, but he sure as hell uh, has ha- all of his hair is now gone, <laughs> and half of his face is basically looks like mm, charred meat. Like, But he refuses to have it pretty back up or anything, like because he figured what's better than that's better than a tattoo anyway. All right then. All right. So, uh, like I said, after you've been you've been sort of in R and R debrief mode for about a week, uh, eating eating bioku, um, which you, you're happy for the time off, but just every bite of this weird citrusy nonsense, like it just you know. Oh, since I know that we're going to go into the shit. Yeah. What always happens with my crew when we know we're about to get in the shit, because I always give them the heads up, mm-hmm. my two my two former cartel buddies are like, okay, they start pulling all the rations, all the, like, the, the injections, okay, right, so you, so that they run the market okay. wherever they go. Market for that is not very good on Ganymede. You want to be at, you want to be on Luna for that. Right. But they're getting what they can. That's what I'm saying, is... The, the 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 point is when the shit's about to start, they start collecting it so that when we're out of the shit, we can use it ourselves or we can sell it. I have an illegal synthesis operation. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Friggin' hoarders. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, uh, the two of you are uh, called in together. You are you're basically given quick orders uh, to tell, and uh, and your guys as well have also been been pulled back to the to, to this thing. You're basically given quick orders to. Tell the people under your command to pack up and get ready. 
you are going to be uh, given a slight, small, small briefing before you're moving out. Um, yes, sir. So once you tend to that, you're you're you are you're in contact, pulled into to basically a person who is both of your superior officer, right? Um, just in different different directions. It says, uh, "Boys, uh, we are we are reassigning you. Temp- we are you are going to be on uh, route to Mars shortly, uh, where you are going to be reconnoitering with a larger unit." I had a feeling. You will be receiving further orders there. Um, we have a transport inbound, so if you have any further business to take care of here on uh, this shitty moon, uh, I recommend it. Yeah, I left the few tentacle suckers. I'm just... We're going to take care of that. Oh, thank you. Ooh, almost lost them. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fine. I believe they all will have it well in hand. Well, your confidence is... Gentlemen, get off my base. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. As, as we both do it at the same time, <laughs> he looks at you. Eh? And then... <laughs> then he, he grabs gr- his back. We're both grinning like mm-hmm. fucking morons. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, so, let's, yeah. Let's go get some weird gold pack stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you guys, you guys he, scrambled... He perks some... up when, you, he, when he hear you say that as we get on. Uh, so, yeah. I got a guy. <laughs> So you you do some last minute scrambling, get all your boys and girls together, yep. uh, and um, you are, you report to essentially the landing bay, uh, where a troop transport comes in really hot, like it, it it yeah it's it but it stops on a dime, lands gently, a very young uh, but clearly tatted up legion pilot sort of hops out. Uh, it says a. Uh, Boys and girls, I need you on this ship right now. I am Skidmark, and uh, we're going to be getting getting going. I am on a timetable here. Don't have to and, tell me twice. And I, I, I gesture for you first to go. All right then, and then just get on. All right. So he, you, um, yeah, uh, you, you strap in, uh, get get going. Uh, yeah, and and this guy wastes no time. Yep. Uh, he 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 he's like, I expect you all to be strapped in and stored ready to go in about five minutes. Um, so uh, you should probably do that. Click click. <laughs> he does that. Uh, he quickly does all of that. He's like, uh, Irmo, step to the left. And he steps to the left just as something falls, <laughs> like a piece of like equipment or something just falls. And like, there you go. You're good. I believe I told you to store all your shit. <laughs> that wasn't us. Uh huh. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, at, at, at disregarding several uh, uh, takeoff protocols and <laughs> things, uh, this troop transport starts barreling inwards toward the towards the big gravity well. Um, Murphy, uh, so you have basically been extracted. Uh, you are in Brazil um, now. Um, you are. You've been basically. You've been. Uh, given a small meal, showered, taken. You had about a 20-minute session with a Norsa telepath. Debriefing session. Debriefing session and also just sort of checking up on you, um, making sure that all all your psychological shit is in order. I mean, actually, no. It's it's more along the lines of, you know, we just suddenly ordered you to kill a person and even also, she had to be. F- you had to. You had to be five you, people. Yeah, like a you were outside of week. your comfort zone for a, for a good long time, and their exterior is you know brash, rough, and whatnot. But they understand that killing is not. It's not a thing that people, people do. People aren't made for it. Yeah, people yeah. aren't made for it. So they want to make sure that you're in psychological uh, good health. Uh, quick debrief, uh, and then you are uh, you are you are given uh, orders to. Um, there is a function uh, that you are uh, told that, that you need to attend fairly quick. Is it close so soon? Uh, she's like, no, this is a family affair. Thank Christ. So, uh, now that you have some time to sort of unwind and be yourself, why don't you just tell us who your character actually is and how they present themselves. Well, my character's name is uh, Ella Ballard, and she's, uh, she's French from kind of the edge of the zone of corruption around Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, she basically grew up very, you know, rural, rural wasteland. Her family and a few other families had a compound, a compound of caravans. And 
Um, so she's kind of got a more rural, provincial sensibility. Was dressing up nicely in fancy clothes for several weeks was hell for her. Uh, doesn't actually have a specific, like, was originally just the stocky brunette, but after developing the style, just kind of gravitates toward whatever's the most fit in of wherever she is. Mm-hmm. So while I'm in Brazil, you know, I have, like, slightly olive skin. You've bought into the sort of the biokinetic identity presentation. These things are fluid. Uh, that's common amongst Norsa. It's yeah. not It's not universal. Um, they a lot, Many Norsa do have, like, it might not be their, the way they looked originally, but they have a definite way that they like to present themselves. But many Norse are all like, no, just whatever if whatever I'm, works. When I'm alone and not around, not in public or around other people, I'll usually have extra fingers or an extra <laughs> or a tentacle or something I'm using. <laughs> you know, I'm cleaning the house and I have my tail's sweeping <laughs> nice. the floor. So you're 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 pretty post human in your in, in yes. your in your uh, presentation. And that's Perfectly acceptable amongst the family. Uh, there are there are expectations to not look too weird when you're out in public doing the job. Oh yeah, to the contrary, I look yeah. very middle of the road when I'm working around people. But uh, but that's that's more for the PR aspects of it. In the family, no one gives a shit. Um, and the function that you go to is very much a family function. Uh, there are about a dozen Norsa, um, mostly biokinetics, a few of other. Uh, aptitudes, um, and it's it's sort of a it is a family style. Like there's a large table filled with food and drinks. Um, there is uh, you know um, everyone's talking. You come in pretty much. You're pretty sure everyone who's gonna be here is already there, um, uh, and you know you are immediately warmly welcomed. Um, they actually usher you uh, to a to a, a table that's slightly set apart. Uh, from the rest of the group um, and is laden with better cu- cuts of meat, uh, better, better, finer, finer alcohol. There are three other people at this table um, and they are, they are all engaged in conversation. Um, and there's a, there's a weird mood in this place. There's a, I turned to the person next to me and, Offer my hand, but Ella Ballard. He's like, ah, yes, sister. Uh, I've I've heard good things about you. Sure, they're all true. Tell me, do you uh, do you know why uh, why we're here? <laughs> I was about to ask you that same question. Well, if you have been sat at this table, then that means you are about to be given a uh, special assignment. Ah, yes, bothering us up first. Um, I wouldn't call it that. Uh, I, I he looks to the, the other two. Uh, it's a man. Uh, it's it's uh, two men and a woman, but you know that doesn't really mean yeah. anything. Um, currently, two men and a woman. Um, he says we've we've been given details. Um, I'm sure you'll be told uh, soon. That's what I get for being fashionably late. Oh yeah, he he absolutely does. He absolutely <laughs> does. And like as you're talking to other people, like everyone everyone here seems to be be very nervous, but the, is it the, like nervous excitement? Nervous excitement with a. Most of, there's a sense of trepidation and a little bit of, of unease, and that seems to be directed at you and the other three people at the table. Um, you kind of get the idea that some people know more about what's going on than others, and the ones that don't are picking up on the same vibe that you are. Uh, after you've been, after you've, you've kind of gotten a full belly and, and you know, just a little little bit of buzz on, uh, Save some of that alcohol aside for later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Internal alcohol tank. <laughs> Always keep it. Uh, <laughs> the door opens, uh, and uh, Proxy del Fuego walks in. Uh, the mood in the room immediately changes. Um, this is the head of your order. Due to psychological conditioning and, and, fa- and family dynamics, he is your father. Like, he is, he is absolutely your, your honored, honored patriarch. Um, you know, there's pretty much no way that you don't respect this person in a very true, real way. Uh, the room sort of rearranges itself, not in like a military standing to a set, a, a attention kind of way, but it generally reflects the hierarchy of the various people's position amongst the North. Uh, and he says, he says, he sort of waves everyone down, waves everyone down, sit, drink, drink. Uh, uh, 
I do not wish to uh, to make this more of an affair than it needs to be. Uh, of course, my time is precious, your time is precious, but I owe all of you as much of an explanation as I can. Uh, it seems that the, uh, the, the, uh, the bureaucrats and the politicians uh, have finally gotten their heads out of their asses, and we are going to be retaking Casa Luguay from the aberrants. And there's just, there's, there's like some very brief applause, some, some, some like, cheer, like kind of muted cheers. He says, and all of you are going to be assisting in that effort directly. I applauded that too. He sort of, he sort of addresses the majority of the room, but the four of you, Nihos and Nihos, uh, I have, uh, I have special things in mind. He, he turns to, he looks to the other three. I have spoken with each of you. You know what is to be expected, and you know why we cannot speak of it, even amongst family. And they all nod. Uh, but you, Ella, my dear, uh, I am, uh, I am uh, putting you in a bit more of a spotlight. There's a special team of uh, put under Legion command that need our assistance. Ah. So to be the cavalry, have to be the cavalry, eh? Uh, yes, uh, I am to understand that they are. Their assignment involves uh, extravagant violence to be undone unto our enemies, uh, and mm-hmm. <laughs> <Just> clap a little, <laughs> a little clap. Because I like the enthusiasm, <laughs> but uh, I, I cannot pretend that my heart aches a little because I'm sending all of you into danger. And the four of you, especially. We wouldn't be here if this wasn't the kind of danger we wanted to be in. I know. I know. That's why my heart only aches a little. But, and he, he sort of pulls from a, a small satchel a very old-looking bottle. It kind of has, like, a kind of a crust or a rind on it. Like, this is old. Like, he, and he like he, his hand shifts a little bit, and it, it pulls the cork. Uh, in a very unnatural way. Uh, he sort of pours it into an aerator, uh, lets it breathe for a bit, uh, pours five full glasses of this very strong-smelling wine, uh, and then passes the bottle off to someone else. Everyone else gets, basically gets a little thimble glass of it. Says, this, this was from my family's vineyard uh, from well before the war. Uh, if I am to send you into the gates of hell, then I wish to send you with the best that my family has had to offer. That bad, huh? Thank you. Says, I expect all of you to perform well, to exceed every expectation that anyone has of you, because that is what you have been trained to do, and that is what the Norsa for. But it would not surprise me in the slightest if not all of you. And with that salute, he lifts his glass, everyone else lifts theirs, downs it, uh, and uh, the, 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 he, he makes his exit. A few hours later, you are on a transport to Mars. Excitement and adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you, the, you, you were basically given a cabin uh, with the other three. Um, for not saying anything about what they they're apparently off to do. If I can't get anything out of them, I actually get pretty restless and pace like pace mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. If there's, you know, any kind of like I don't know what our transport vessels like, but I'm imagining like a Pullman car. So there's like any kind of narrow. Yeah, there's enough room to to get around. It's it's tight because it's a it's a fast ship. Right. Uh, it's 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 designed to make the trip in a couple of days. Yeah, I'm not being sneaky. I'm just looking yeah. for something to do. Yeah, Basically, I mean there's. So, there's, you know, there, there's, there are way, there are ways on the ship to uh, expend your nervous energy. Uh, on Mars, you have been given dossiers about all these people. Oh uh, God, I'm being given three half-cocked bioweapons. At the same time, this is exactly what you exactly need. Exactly, this is exactly um, what I need. God, son yeah, of a, you, son uh, of a tit. You, you have been given <laughs> very, very basic information about the operation as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that there, the majority of the operation is a very sort of by-the-numbers military campaign. Mm-hmm. 
but you know that there are some very delicate uh, espionage and uh, special operations portions to it. Um, based on the dossiers you're getting, you 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 are fairly certain that you whatever whatever you're going to be doing, um, it's going to be very very violent, a lot of violence because. You're seeing you're seeing the combat the the equipment requisitions that you are that you are being approved for. Uh, you're seeing the the sort of the mission parameters and training parameters. Yeah. So about a week later, uh, you are called to a to a briefing uh, where you uh, your superior officer, um, uh, Mari, um, and another gentleman you. Don't have any information on, uh, but he's wearing the uniform of the Third Legion. Uh, are waiting, and um, eventually, uh, all three of the other uh, scions uh, are led into the room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. go to the major. Three led to the room. Uh, your superior officer says, um, "I have some things I need to tend to. Um, why don't you get familiar? Right. Uh, and we will be back, and we will get this show on the road." And that, I think, is where we're going to leave it off. Uh, hopefully there's going to be a lot less of me talking. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a lot of set up, setting up the board. Uh, but we're going to get, uh, get... I'm interested. Oh, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. So, yeah. So, uh, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Thanks for my players for showing up and playing. Uh, and if you want to hear more of this, uh, then we fully recommend that you become a patron of Polyhedron. Yes. Uh, for one dollar a month, you get access to all of our Polyhedron plays content. One, one of you, because because we didn't get too hard into the action. Give them a small teaser. This campaign, uh, as I'm as as noted, is a military sci-fi campaign uh, inspired by the Quentin Tarantino movie Inglorious Bastards. Our our friends here, along with their neutral soldiers, are going to be behind enemy lines on Casa Lugay. Killing aberrants. Yep. They, they, they owe me aberrant scalps, and tentacles. I want my scalps. He wants his tentacles. I want my tentacles. I want my tentacles. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be high action, high uh, high drama. Due uh, to the system, we're going to do some shit that's absolutely bonkers. Oh yeah, psychic <laughs> powers versus quantum reality and, warping and, and abilities. It is, we've already heard assurances from Scott. Death is on the table. Maybe not all the time, but it will be on the table more than once. Oh yes. And therefore... Some of our characters just will not make it back. It's entirely possible. Uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna see how it shakes out. Um, I'm gonna be. We're mostly running this by the book, uh, as far as the preview documents for the Aeon uh, Trinity Continuum. Uh, I have a few tweaks for for mass combat rules, uh, but other than that, we're we're sh- we're gonna try this system out. Well, we'll we'll point that out when it comes absolutely. up to it. Just so we so if anyone wants to follow along at home, as it were. Absolutely. All right, Lenny. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you back. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, go where you find us. Throw some dice.